Amen. God's plan is always better. And you know, you may be here today with dreams and visions and you may feel like 2020 kind of has interfered with your dreams and visions. But listen, nobody can interfere with the plan of God. Amen. God's plans and purposes are yes and amen. And all we've got to do is just continue to go with the flow and go with the plan that God has for us. Well, today I'm going to finish the series, uh, The Three Trees. And uh, so if you want to stand with me this morning, and we're going to read that passage of Scripture, Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. It's titled, Visitors from the East. We sang about this today. Verse 1, Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of the religious law and asked, where is the Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem, in Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah, for a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people Israel. Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them the time when the first star first appeared. Then he told them, go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went away, and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. Then they opened their treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route, from, for, for God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. Dear Heavenly Father, as we come into this time, Lord, we, we discuss this passage and we complete this series, Father God, I pray that our hearts would be open wide, Lord, that we would be as wise as these wise men and that we would have that kind of a heart, Lord, every day. And Father, that you would open up our hearts, our minds to, to seek your face, Lord, because we know that you're not hiding from us. We know that you've been waiting for us. So here we are today in your presence, and we ask that you just continue to fill us and strengthen each one of us in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. amen. You may be seated. All right, Mario, you can um, hit them lights if you would, please. <laughs> Mario's like, why do I have to turn the lights on? Because I like to see you. Hmm. There you go. Now I can see you all look so beautiful today. And I'm glad you chose to come to church. Amen. Yeah. I know there's a lot going on out there, but you know, here we are five days before Christmas. Tomorrow morning, I'm, I'm leaving with Delanda to South Carolina to see our daughter and our um, grandkids and son-in-law. So we're excited about being able to head back there. Well, we will be back on Saturday and back here for next Sunday. So... But this has been a year unlike any other year that we've, that 
we've experienced. I mean, unless you're really, really old and you were here at the end of World War I in 1917 when the Spanish flu came around. Is anybody here that old? All right. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> and, and, and here we are we're celebrating the birth of Jesus. Amen. Celebrating the birth of the one who paid the price for our sin and sickness. And I just, just keep it into your heart that Jesus paid it all. Truly, he paid it all. Amen. We sing songs about it. You know, he paid it all. You know, so I won't sing. But, um, but many people today are not waiting for Christmas. Many people today are waiting for a vaccine. Many people today are looking for a cure to COVID. And, you know, but I want to give you a reminder before we go into the third tree today that we're going to talk about. When Israel was in the wilderness, snakes came upon them and bit them and they were dying. Numbers chapter 21, verse 4 and 5. says, And the people of Israel set out from Mount Hor, taking the road to the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom. But the people, now, now listen, the people grew impatient with the long journey. They began to speak against God and Moses. Why? Have you brought us out to Egypt to die here in the wilderness, they complained. There's nothing to eat here and nothing to drink, and we hate this terrible manna. That was their complaint. They complained about where they were going. They complained about the supply that God had given them. They complained about God. They complained to God. They complained about Moses, you know, and they were impatient with everything. And I know none of you are impatient right now. I know none of you are complaining about anything right now because everything is perfect and everybody's happy and everybody's got that joy of the Lord. So you have no reason to complain. Yeah. <laughs> A couple of you, maybe. <laughs> you know, when, when I, I read this, there's nothing here, nothing to eat here and nothing to drink, you know. I mean, yesterday... We gave out big boxes of food to people. We've been feeding around 95 to 100 people a week a, a lot of groceries. Here, you won't go hungry here. You, you, there's no reason to go hungry. And we're not the only uh, place that does that right now. There's a lot. But I do know, you know people in, in other countries that are starving, are going hungry. There's, there's one country that I, I go to that it's a Muslim country. And the Muslims offer to feed the Christians if they convert. Yeah. If they'll convert, they'll give them food. See, we don't, we don't do that here. We just, we just give it to them because we love God. We love people. Amen. We just want to feed them. We just want to make sure that we can fulfill a need in somebody's life. And so we give them, but in Muslim countries, they'll help you as long as you convert to Islam. So, you know, we're, we don't have those kind of challenges here. We don't understand what it means. You know, some of you may have known what it means to be hungry at a time in your life where you've, you've been hungry. I know if you listen to Jeanette's story, there was a time in her life where she was hungry. She won't eat donuts anymore because that's what she got out of the trash can when she was 10 years old and abandoned on the streets of, was it San Antonio or Albuquerque, New Mexico. See, you'd never know that about Jeanette today. And you don't know what people have gone through. And, and, but I do know this. That my God shall supply all our need. Amen. Amen. But I, I think, you know, this is the state of the people at the time of, of Jesus' birth. What I talked about. They weren't looking 
for, they were looking for getting out from under the Romans. They were looking for somebody to come and be the king. They were frustrated with the hearing words about the coming Messiah to the point that they didn't, didn't even go and look for him when the time had come. They were just frustrated. Now snakes had been sent to judge the people. And one thing about snakes, they're not picky about who they bite. Now COVID's picky. It only gets the people at the church and only between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. Nah, COVID's not picky either. Um, my good friend, Dan Paul, he went to be with the Lord this last Thursday. Um, sad thing, three kids, 42 years old, three kids and a wonderful wife. And, and I went and visited them on Friday. And it's just, that's this tough thing, man. Tough thing. Pastor Otto and his family, his whole family, they have it right now. Pastor Emil called me this week, our Arabic pastor. He's got it. It's not picky. Just picks on people. So you, you need to pray for Pastor Otto and Pastor Emil and their families. Amen. Pastor Otto texted me last night. He said, pray that our oxygen level goes up. It's a definite issue. People are dying. But when you look in Numbers chapter 21, verses 8 and 9. It says, then the Lord said to Moses, make a fiery serpent and set it on a pole and it shall be that everyone who is bitten, then he looks at it, shall live. So Moses made a bronze serpent, put it on a pole. And so it was, if a serpent had bitten anyone, when he looked at the bronze serpent, he lived. So what did God tell Moses? He told him to make the fiery serpent out of brass. And, and in the Hebrew the definition of that brass means filthiness. Okay? So now the word says that, that Jesus is the word, amen, made flesh, and the word is pure. Now he was sinless, amen? He was sinless. As the Bible says, you know, he was sinless. But they took Jesus, the sinless one, and put him in a position of filth, as he took on the sin of the world, amen, and the sickness of the world, as he was on that cross, and when he was on that cross, he took all that filthiness on himself. Why? So we can be forgiven and we can be healed, amen? So that as, as we look, you know, they looked at the bronze serpent lifted up. As we look up to the cross, we put our focus on Jesus Christ, amen, that we can be healed today, amen, that we can be forgiven of our sins and healed of all disease today. So I believe that Pastor Otto, I believe for Pastor Emil and their whole family is gonna be healed, amen, because they're looking to the cross. And I know, listen, I can't, I can't say what God's thinking because I don't know. I don't know why Dan went to be with Jesus. But, but I know this, I'll never stop praying for people to be healed. Five o'clock this morning, my phone was going off. I'm like, oh my gosh, why is it, you know, and I look and it's somebody from Pakistan and I just hit click and it dropped my phone on the floor. I didn't want it. It's five o'clock. I'd already been up a couple of times praying and I'm like, I, I need to sleep a minute. And, um, so when I get up, I go in and I, I'm reading, he, he started texting me and he says, you know, um, I'm in the hospital. The lady you've been praying for, because I've prayed for a few times, 
They say she's not going to make it. She's got stage four cancer. I need you to call me. I need you to pray. This guy from Pakistan is calling me, believing that, that if I pray, something's going to happen. And so, man, I'm like, okay. And I just, I call, I was getting ready to get in the shower. I'm like, oh man, I'm reading this. And he's trying to video. I'm like, no, you don't want to do that. <laughs> So I just said, no video, I'm just gonna pray, you know? And um, he went back in the hospital room and we prayed, but that desperation, that desperation. Have you been desperate? Have you been desperate for the Lord? Have you been desperate to do, for him to do something supernatural? Look to the one who took the curse, became that curse on the tree. Look to him, amen? Look to him because he's the author and the finisher. It's time we put our trust into Jesus and his sacrifice, amen? He's trying to get us to look to him these days and he's trying to get us to see that he is the cure. He is the cure for COVID, amen? You don't need the vaccine, you need Jesus. You need Jesus, amen? And as I said, the, the, uh, the Greek word for salvation is soteria and it means rescue or safety, deliverer, health, salvation, saved, to be saved, amen? In the Old Testament, salvation in the Hebrew is, is normally the word Yeshua, which means something saved. Now, who is Jesus? Yeshua. As we look to him, we're going to be saved. Amen? I look at Danny right here on the front row. He was in ICU with Dan Paul. And Danny's right here today. Amen? Healed, whole, delivered. Amen? Amen. Praise God, Dan. Praise God. You know, for all your family members that got it, being healed, Ed and Andy being here, and, you know, for those that have had it and they're here and they're still going, great. Can't explain Dan Paul. But it, you know what? It doesn't stop me from still praying. It doesn't stop me from still declaring healing. He says, hey, this lady's ready to die in Pakistan this morning. And I prayed healing. I don't know how to pray anything but healing. I don't know how to pray, Lord, receive this person into your presence. I don't know how to pray that. I'm not made that way. Don't call me if you want me to bring peace to a situation. I'm going to come and stir it up. Because, <laughs> Ron, that's all I know. Because I've seen too much and I believe that God is capable at any time to do a miracle. Amen? At any time. I, Liz, how you doing? You're doing good. Amen. I go to Liz's house. I pray for her. Man, she's up falling out. Delon and I are trying to hold her up. So she don't go out. We're just standing on the front porch. God is good, man. And that's what we got to get to, that we know that we're looking to him, the author, the finisher, that we're not fearful. Amen? Because, you know, every time you go, <coughs> you're like... Yeah, yeah, I'll start forgetting about this man that came, was born in a manger. Where, where's um, Tim? Uh, he's probably sitting out in the foyer right there. Tim! Great job, buddy. Made me cry, man. <laughs> but there's, a, there's that line in the song where we put the nails in him. I'm just like, oh, Lord. He's can't take it. It just, just uh, overwhelms me when I think about that. We put the nails in him so that we could be free. So that we can be healed. Amen. 
I haven't even got to my message yet, so, well, I haven't got to the third tree yet. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. God is saying, it is time to look to the cross and the one who became the curse for you. It's time to repent of our sins, to repent of looking to the media, looking to the politicians. <laughs> I, seen, I seen an ad the other day in Georgia. They said, vote Democratic in the Senate election and you'll get $1,200. You know, a nice little relief package again. It's time to repent of looking to the media, the politicians, and the bullies to tell us what to do and what to take and what to listen to. We need to listen to those that God has anointed for such a time as this, amen? It's time to look to Jesus for the cure, amen? And tell your memory like David did, forget not all, everybody say all, all, all his benefits. Don't forget his benefits. Then bless him for what he's already done, amen? Bless the Lord. Let's just bless him right now. Father, we glorify you. We exalt you, Lord. We exalt you, Jesus. You are the great I am. And we thank you today, God. We thank you for what you did on the cross. We thank you for the forgiveness. Come on. We thank you for the forgiveness of sins. We thank you for the healing of all disease. Lord, you are great and mighty. You are all powerful. Oh, we exalt you, Lord. We thank you for this day. This is a day that you have made. We choose to rejoice, Lord, and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Amen. We can't be number one. We can't be indifferent any longer. Amen. We indifferent. Remember, having no particular interest or sympathy, unconcerned. Most workers were indifferent to foreign affairs and the synonyms to indifference. Unconcerned about, apathetic about. We as a church got to stop being apathetic towards the things of the kingdom of God. Amen. We've got to rise up as the body of Christ and go in his power and his might. We can't be uncaring about God. We can't be casual about God. We can't be nonchalant about God. Amen. We cannot be indifferent any longer. And while we're not being indifferent, we can't oppose the king. Number two, we have to move into the realm of the wise men, which is number three, those that seek the king. This is where we need to be, those that seek the king. You know, these men are tied, these wise men that come, they were tied to the sons of Abraham. The sons of Abraham that he had with his wife Keturah after Sarah had died. In Genesis chapter 25, verse six, it says, but Abraham gave gifts to the sons of the concubines, which Abraham had. And while he was still living, he sent them eastward, away from Isaac, his son, to the country of the east. You know, and it was prophesied about the star um, coming out of Jacob by Balaam. You remember who Balaam was? He was 
you know, he was wanting to make some money and, and curse Israel, and, and God wouldn't let him curse Israel. But he prophesied about the star. Um, in um, Numbers 24, verse 17, he said, I see him, but not now. I behold him, but not near. A star shall come out of Jacob. A scepter shall rise out of Israel and, about, and batter the brow of Moab and destroy all the sons of Tumult. But it, it prophesied of the star out of Jacob that was to come. And this is referring to that star that they followed to Bethlehem. And um, the Magi, they were Eastern astrologers. They were astrologers. Astrology, get this, was a sophisticated science in this era. Now, we can all just follow science. Good, not one amen. <laughs> but their visit, their coming, their gifts, it serves to emphasize Jesus' kingly identity, that he was a king. We watched a cartoon movie last night called The Star. And... Uh, it's a good one. I'd recommend it to anybody. It was really good about a little donkey. You know, he was like the three trees had plans and plans didn't go the way that he thought they would. But, you know, but when the, when the Magi came in and they brought their gifts, you know, it's, we brought him to the King, the King of the Jews. And, it, and it's just to, to think on how prophecy was being fulfilled, how things were coming alive to the people, even to um, Joseph and Mary at that moment. Um, the priest, uh, the priest, as I said before, in verse six, they declared already where he was going to be born at in Jerusalem, in Bethlehem, I mean, in the land of Judah in um, verse, go to that next slide. No, that's, I must've skipped it or am I way ahead? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to town. Uh, but it said, Oh, you and you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, there we are, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah. For a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for the people of Israel. Now, as we've discussed, they were different, there were different words of prophecy. And these priests, religious rulers, missed out on an opportunity to meet the king, to meet Jesus. They missed out on that. They knew he was coming. But like I said, I don't know that they were looking for a Messiah as much as they were looking for somebody to deliver him from the Romans. You know, because if they would have followed scripture, Lauren, they would have been like, that star, really? That's talked about in, in numbers. You know, they would, have, they would have got on board and said, come on, we'll show you, we'll show you the way. But no, they said, hey, it's over there in Bethlehem. That's five miles to the south. Instead of seeking the king, they just let the Magi go and seek the king on their own. We have to learn how to seek the king. Amen? It's got to be who we are. Herod didn't want any competition. He's afraid of what it might cost him. So he took matters in his own hands. He said, well, let's just kill everybody in that 10 mile radius there. And you know, from Ramah in the north to Bethlehem in the south, he killed all the babies under two years of age because of the information that the wise men had given him about when they saw the star. But these wise men 
come from the, the seed of Abraham, had heard about their, their parents, were told stories when they were kids from Abraham. And then now these been passed down for generations to these astrologers, to these magicians, to these guys over there in the East that are not, it's, it's not like they're sitting around all the time talking on things, but they're, somehow they've anticipated that star. And when they saw that star, they said, we got to go because the king of the Jews is being born and we got to go and we got to sing and we got to bring gifts. Because why? Why would they bring him gifts? Because they're some, from the same family. They're like, he's our great, 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 great grandson. Our nephew. They were tied. And they had to go. But yet these people that were in Jerusalem, they didn't, um, they didn't take the time um, to, to look for him. I had somebody the other day reach out to me on Facebook um, telling me crazy stuff about how America's doing everything wrong, you know. And I said, um, do you know Jesus? And this is what they wrote back to me. They didn't believe in fairy tales. They trusted science. They're going to miss the coming king. They're going to miss the coming king. You know, they're going to miss out on the forgiveness of their sins. They'll miss out on looking to the cross for Jesus for healing. They'll miss out on the trumpet blast they'll hear. Um, and, they'll, and they will hear science tell them that there was an alien invasion and that's why all these people are missing. But it won't be aliens. It will be angels gathering in the harvest. Amen. That's what it's going to be. It'll be Jesus riding on a cloud, shining like the sun, coming for his bride. I think we sing a song like something like that. The wise men were living off of a faint memory of a story from Abraham. And today we have the full counsel of God. We have everything right here. We know how the story goes. We know what happens. We know from the beginning to the end what happens. Amen. I told the people on Wednesday as we had service, the devil's not trying to get you to worship him. He just wants you to get your, get your focus off of Jesus. He just doesn't want you focused on Jesus. That's all. And we need, to, we need to put our attention on Jesus and his plan. And his plan, number one, is to be a believer in Jesus Christ. We need to believe in Jesus Christ with all of our heart, our soul, and mind. Number two, we need to live for Jesus. Amen. We need to live like he's coming today or he's coming tomorrow. You can't say, oh, he's probably going to come in a few years and live like the devil until then. You'll miss it. Remember, the, uh, if you go back to the ten, wise, the 10 virgins, five were wise, five were stupid. That's how it says it in the message, five were stupid. And they were stupid because they didn't maintain the anointing in their life. They didn't maintain their oil. They ran out of oil. Their fire went out. And they had nothing of the kingdom of God inside of them anymore because they've been living too much in the world. And when Jesus came, when they were at their low point. And they missed. Number three, we need to tell others about Jesus. Amen. And then number four, we need to maintain our seeking until he comes 
or we go to him. Liz, why don't you guys come back? I'm getting there. Deuteronomy chapter 4, 29. It says, but from there you'll search again for the Lord your God. And if you search him for him with all of your heart and soul, you will find him. See, he's calling us to seek him with all of our heart and all of our soul. With everything inside of us that we seek the Lord. Amen. That even as Susan said today, that we spend time in the word, going after him. That we spend time uh, gaining knowledge and the spirit of who he is and who he is in us. Amen. This, I, I, I love being in this building, but if we're in the parking lot, if we're in the park, if we're in your home, I don't care because the spirit of the Lord is where? In us. He's everywhere we go. It doesn't matter where we meet. He's in us, amen? And that's what we have to depend on. And as we seek him with all of our heart and our soul, and you know, you're gonna find him. That's a promise. You will find him. Matthew 7, 7 says, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. That door will be open to you, amen? You, when you look for Jesus, you will find him. When you search with him for him with all of your heart, your soul, and your mind. You will find him. Amen. He is not hiding from you. He's not taking a break from you. He has not left the world to itself. And I tell you that if you go to first Kings, maybe first Kings, maybe second Kings, top of my head, chapter 17. <laughs> but you know, they, they, they bring in the prophet and the prophet, the prophet, um, he goes along with the well, he, he tells the king Ahab what's going to happen if they go to battle. And he goes, you never have, Ahab says, you never have anything good to say about me. You know, and, and then, then he says this. He says, he says, this is what I saw. He said, I saw Jesus sitting on the throne and the host of heaven gathered around him, strategizing and planning how they could kill you, Ahab. So they sent forth a lying, a lying spirit came forward and said, I'll go forth as a lying spirit in the mouths of the prophets. And Jesus said, go. And Jesus sent that spirit as a lying spirit into the mouth of the prophets. And all the prophets said to him, go ahead, go to war. It'll be good. Go ahead, go to And here you got this one guy, Micaiah. He says, now you're going to die if you go to war. He told him the truth. Even though this is God's plan that he died. And um, when I read that passage, the, the, my takeaway from that is that God is engaged in this earth. He's engaged in what's happening. And he has a plan. And the more you seek him, the more you'll find him. So put those words up to that song, please. The more I seek you, the more I find you, the more I find you, the more I love you, the more I fall in love with you. And I know that this has been a challenging time, a challenging season for all of us. I'm sure it's real challenging for Pastor Otto. I mean, he texts me, pray that we get our breath back.
more I find you, the more I love you. Church, we got to go into this year, 2021. And as the prophet told Delon and I, that Sunday morning that it was going to be a year of turnaround. And I say there's no better time like the present to start for a turnaround. Maybe you've been caught up in all this stuff going on around you, all this stuff going around all of us, the distraction that the, the enemy's trying to bring to us, the discouragement. You know, Delon and I, were, you know, when... When Dan died the other night, you know, he, I mean, his wife texts me. He died at 2.04 Thursday afternoon. And I called Delonda and I let her know, you know, and she, she just told me, don't get discouraged. Don't get discouraged by what you see, by what's going on around you. Don't get discouraged. Don't allow fear to come in. So Delon and I commit to you that we're going to be here as much as possible. But we need you to seek him with us. We need to seek the Lord. We're going to just take some time right now to worship the Lord. You got something you want to say? We're advancing. We're not retreating. Amen. Advancing the kingdom. That's why we never do men's and women's retreats. We do men's advance, women's advance. Because we're not retreating, amen? But as we sing this song, I'd like you to get into a, a position. You can come to the altar. You can get on your knees. But we need to seek the Lord today for you, for your family, for the church, for the nation. We really need to take some, some minutes to seek the Lord. So as we seek the Lord this morning, as we worship, get into that position that works for you to seek the Lord this morning. And I'd like everybody to pray this prayer with me. And if you're watching online, you can make this commitment to the Lord right now too. If everybody would just say this prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for your son Jesus. That he died for me and he rose from the dead. Jesus, I give you my life. Wash me and cleanse me. Forgive me of all my sin. Set me on your path that I would follow you. I am your son or daughter. And I make that commitment today. In Jesus' name. Amen. You, you, you saw some people come today and to put a gift there to the Lord. And maybe you have something in your life that you just need to give up today to God. Something you just need to give to the Lord, put it in the Lord's hand. And, and the more I seek you, the more I seek you, the more I find Why we sing this? If you want to just write it down, there's offering envelopes or whatever. And just come and lay it right here 
you know, the baby's in there. And, uh, but we know Jesus is here, amen. Just lay it right there. And let's just surrender things to the Lord today as we seek him. So that, you know, as we're coming through this year, we're going through, amen. You know, he says, yea, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. And by Ron King's translation is, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not stay there. Amen. I'm not going to stay in this, this mess. I'm moving forward. We're advancing. So get into that place of worship right now. Come on, Alyssa. Love 
today, God, your peace. And Father God, this season would be a time of healing, God. I pray right now for healing in families today, God. And Lord, there'd be such victory in families today, in this season. Not a, not a season of stress and tribulation and trial, but a season of healing in families today, God. Supernatural healing, Father God, the way that Dave and Roberta have talked about the last few weeks, Father. That restoration, Father God, broken relationships. Lord, even as we're talking about seeking you, and Lord, if there's been any break in our relationship with you, that Father God, there'd be healing in this day. We would experience your healing, Father. Father, we glorify you and we exalt you, Lord. And I pray a cover over every person, Lord, this week, Lord, that you just cover them. I pray, Father God, most of all, that you heal. Lord, I pray for Pastor Otto and his family, that you heal them all today in the name of Jesus. That, Lord, as we are here seeking your face, Lord, we're standing in the gap for them, Father God. That, Lord, that you would touch them and you would heal them and you would deliver them today, Father God. Because the Messiah has already come and he's accomplished it on the cross. So, Father, we pray you intervene to them. And for Pastor Emel and his family, God, that you intervene in their home today in the name of Jesus. It'd be supernatural, God. That, Lord, testimony coming out of it, God. Touch, touch that Speranza today, God. Touch Jim today, God. Touch Jim. Touch Tim's whole family, Father God. Hallelujah. Touch him today in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Touch the Nunez family, God. Let them be healed in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let it go, God. Let it flow, God. Yeah. Oh, Father. Break it down. Break it down. Break it down. We're not just COVID. Every cancerous cell, God, be dissolved in the name of Jesus. Be dissolved in Jesus' name. Every cell that caused cancer, be dissolved. Be dissolved. Be dissolved. Be dissolved in the name of Jesus. Touch that woman in Pakistan, God. Touch her, Father God. As we pray, we agree on the healing power of God to cause that cancer to go. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, we glorify you, God. Yeah, hallelujah.
I just hear the Lord say, I hear the Lord say that he's raising up a group of lions in this house. Group of lions. Because God is about to take this church on the offensive. We're not going to be on the defensive. We're going to be on the offensive. We're going forward. We're going forward in the name of Jesus. God's raising up lions in this house. Hallelujah. Lions in this house. They're going to devour the plans of the enemy in the name of Jesus. Devouring the plans of the enemy in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yay. Oh, these, war, these lions will be warriors. They'll be warrior-like lions. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Destroying the plans of the enemy. Hallelujah. Raise up the warriors, God. Raise up the lions in this house, God. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I'm bringing a fire, says the Lord. I'm bringing a fire. I'm bringing a fire. Oh, get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Fire, Lord. Fire. Let it come, Lord. Let it come. Let it burn in us, God. Let it burn in us. Yeah. Oh, hallelujah. Yeah. Yay! Let your spirit be filled today. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, you don't want to miss next Sunday. I'm telling you right now. Make sure you're here next week. God's going to just unload on us. Hey. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, God. Praise you, Father. Holy fire from heaven. Holy fire from heaven. Yeah. Yeah, let it rain, God. Let it rain. Let it rain. Oh, we glorify you, God. The more we seek you, Lord, the more we'll find you. The more we seek you, Lord, the more I find you, the more I love you, the more I love you. So, Lord, I pray a covering, yeah, over every person here today. Lord, that this week would just be, as we would even sing, a sea of victory. A sea of victory in the name of Jesus. And Lord, that you just cover and protect every person here. Healing be their portion, God. Let that be the gift from heaven. Let it rain down. Let it be in those balloons I saw, God. Healing, healing, healing. I know Pastor Otto would rather breathe than anything else right now. I pray for that breath of life into him. That breath of life to come into him right now. And Anna, right now, just touch him. Let's touch him right now in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Let it flow, God. Let it flow. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus.
Father, I just pray that that song you're birthing in my sister to burn in her God. That it be the prophetic word like Jeremiah said. Ah, I'm just going to shut it off. And, and it burned in his bones, God. And it came forth like fire. And I pray, Lord, that you just birth that fire in my sister, God. Yeah. on the Put your hand on her stomach, hun. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Let it flow, God. Let it flow, God. Yeah. Let it burn. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Oh, Shandaridiye, let it burn, God. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Oh, Ramarsikiridiridonomohore. Yeah, God, just fill us all. Fill us all, Lord. Oh, fill us overflowing, God. Lord, let us not lose focus this week, God. Let us not lose focus and get tied up into the gifts we got to buy and the money we got to spend, God. But Lord, let us stay focused on you. Let us seek you, God. Okay, we pray for her son, Ronnie, and daughter-in-law, God, that you touch them right now. Let the healing power of God come to Ronnie. I pray, God, that his heart would be open wide to who you are like never before, Father God. Now, Lord, he'd wake up to the Holy Spirit right now, God. That you dispatch your ministering spirits to his home, God. Now, Lord, they just touch him right now, Father. Touch him right now. Let his spirit wake up to who you are, God. Let the healing power of God come to his home right now. In the name of Jesus. Hear the cry of his mama's heart, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We speak to the storm. Be still in Jesus' name. Be still in Jesus' name. Praise you, Lord. Father, we just, we just join with Eileen, God, to break off all fear, God. Break off all fear, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, that huh, just be loosed off of families today in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. That you cover the families this week, Father, under the mighty hand of God, under the wings of the almighty God. Yeah, let that covering be over Eileen and her family today, God. No fear. No fear in her kids, God. No fear. No fear in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Praise you, Father. Oh, the more I seek you.
today with my sister Mary for her son. Dear Heavenly Fathers, we come before you today and we lift up the, the people that we love and care for so much that need a supernatural breakthrough in their life to come into the kingdom of God. I pray for her son today, Father God, that you touch him today. I pray for the sons and daughters represented that we're standing for, for the brothers, sisters, Father God, for mothers, fathers, sons and daughters, Lord, grandchildren, God, for that great awakening to come, God, because somebody was willing to stand in the gap. And we stand in the gap for the people on the wall too, God, that Lord, they would wake up to Jesus, wake up to Jesus. 
that Lord their hearts be open wide to come back to God to come to God and Lord that you restore that in the family Lord do a supernatural work there Father we thank you right now in advance God for those that are coming to you in Jesus name amen and amen amen I got just a couple of things to tell you before we go. Jeanette's going to go out to the back table out there. We have a gift for you. It's from the um, Chinese church, Pastor Peter. He couldn't be here today, but he dropped off. It's a flashlight with a USB charging thing, so you can have a charger and stuff. So Jeanette's going to give you those. There'll be no weekly meetings right now for the next two weeks. Um, but we will be here next Sunday having church and then the Sunday after that. And then on January 4th, we're starting 20 days of fasting and prayer. Every day at 7 o'clock, Monday through Friday, we'll have prayer. We're going to do it here every day. Okay, <laughs> so I'm just letting them know that I'm going to be praying. But we're going we're gonna to do prayer in the sanctuary for 15 days. So Monday through Friday. And I just get online with us, come. I'd much rather you come. If you can come today, you can come Monday through Friday. We're just going to pray every day, fasting and prayer. Fast what you can. If it's meals, if you're just going to do liquids, whatever. If you've got to fast something, if you've got health issues, you can't fast food, fast TV, fast that coffee, get off that chocolate. You do something for the Lord and make sure it hurts. Okay, because, you know, if I fast something, I, I don't really care about it. I mean, if I fast broccoli, I mean. Make it hurt. Make it hurt a little, amen? So join with us January 4th. We're going to start that. That's a Monday. I figure we get through the holiday, you know, food fest. and um, Just keep Delon and I in prayer as we get on that plane tomorrow to go to South Carolina. And we'll be back on Saturday. We'll be here next Sunday. And I just believe God is going to do something supernatural. I'm glad. I tried to write my message for next Sunday already, and I couldn't do it. And that's because God is downloading today about what He wants to do. So, get ready. Bring somebody. Encourage people. Love one another. Merry Christmas. God bless you. Have a great week.